comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a jittery monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Greg Mahachko, and meeting up with me again, as always, I wonder if he's ever going to get tired of me, and I hope he never does, the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. Hello, Mike. Nope, I am sticking with this until one day you go, you know what? I'm just going to go solo on this from now on. And then and then I'll I, guess, guess star every once in a while. I thought you were going to say, you know, I'm going to stick with this until you keel over dead. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I guess that would, that would also work too, you know? I'd... One of those things would definitely, uh, yeah, that would definitely put an end to the, my, my participation in the show. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> It could it could carry on. All I have to do is give you uh uh the laptop and from the grave, from the great beyond, teach yes. you how to edit audio and right and uh, log in and you know do all that other fun stuff. So yeah. uh could be fun. It could be it could be like I could be Patrick Swayze and you could be Demi Moore and and we could it could be our version of Ghost. Sweet. Yes. That's that's the new ghost reboot. They they what they have to figure out instead of pottery is they have to figure out how to edit audio. How to podcast? Yeah, how to podcast. <laughs> That'd be, you know, it's ghost for the twenty first century. Exactly. We got to stop giving away our million dollar ideas on the show, true. Mike. It's true. How have you been? What you been up to this past week? Um, this past week has wait, been... wait. Let, let me ask you yeah. this before it, it's about your week, but I have to ask: Did all four tires survive this week? Surprisingly, yes. Let's, yes. let's not jinx it. And surprisingly, <laughs> I. Uh, I my insurance company did get a hold of me. Not nothing good just as no. of yet, but but they got a hold because they weren't getting a hold of me. Like I have the app and everything, so I can message them. And I had messaged this girl before because I, I waited like a week and I messaged her again saying, like, hey, have you heard from the other company? Blah, blah, blah. I didn't hear anything back. And then I I I wrote a strong, stronger message. And where I was like, "Hey, this is the second time I've been messaging. Second, second time I've messaged you. Please tell me if you blah blah blah. You know." And then she texts back, and she finally got a hold of them. But then I, I guess I have to talk to their adjuster or something. I don't really know if I'll ever get anything from it. And the <laughs> the other companies adjust like the the other company. I guess they made a claim. The other company, mm-hmm. or no, I guess. The claim was made at the other company, I guess, because it's his fault. Of course, and it is. I have to. I have an, a number for the adjuster over there, which I've called once. But the thing is, I work basically from six to two thirty, and her hours are seven to three thirty. So it doesn't give me really much time. But Monday, I I don't teach, so I can you know, reach out to her and stuff like that. So hmm. who knows? Who knows what will happen with it? You know, I'm not holding my breath. I wouldn't uh, yeah. just because, uh, I mean, unless you have a superpower that allows you to hold your breath for a few days, that wouldn't <laughs> be, uh, 
I don't think that'd be very beneficial to you, Mike. That is that is true. By the way, can I tell you what I am drinking in case you're curious? Yes, and I'll tell you what I'm drinking. Okay. Uh, this is based on last weekend, or not last, last podcast. Um, I mentioned these. I have also from O'Fallon Brewery Cookie Tin. I have the O'Fallon. I'm trying to get it on the camera here. Not that it matters to people listening. Uh, gooey butter wheat ale. Ooh. Now, here's the thing. I, if you were to ever have this, I recommend putting it in a glass first. Because that way, when you drink it, you smell a little bit. Because if you don't, because you smell a little of the gooey butter, mm-hmm. you know. Do we need to explain to people who are not from the St. Louis area what but, gooey butter cake is? I, I didn't even realize it was just a St. Louis thing. It's it's wildly kind of like toasted ravioli. Yeah, is is a St. Louis uh, origin. Like I, if we asked best friend of the show Josh, I mean we could, but he won't answer us for five or six months um but if we asked him what if, if he knew about gooey but i don't think he would what's, he would say out what here is in it a, where he's at what time is it where he's at uh 8 23 oh go and message him ask okay. him if he knows what gooey better is and, and we'll maybe if he if he answers you know we answer the show uh, i don't know how i i I'm same as you probably i grew up with gooey butter mm-hmm. like my mom used to make gooey butter cake all the time Oh yeah, you know that was delicious, and and actually it wasn't probably until I was in my maybe twenties that I saw gooey butter cookies. I I so I full disclosure, I don't think my sister invented them, but my sister like I was first introduced to gooey butter cookies when my sister did make them and brought them over to the house for the family. She might have invented them. She might have. Oh, that'd be that'd be tremendous. And in, in that case, she's grossly. Under uh, uh, paid compensated for that compensated yeah that's true. All right, what are you drinking? I am drinking a delightful mix of of a concoction <laughs> of of hydrogen and oxygen. Two parts hydrogen, one part mm, oxygen. Fancy. It's what I like to call water. Oh, nice. Good old H2O. In my defense, I had a lot of beer earlier today. Okay. What did, asking, what did you guys do last night, by the way? So last night, um, it was actually a very weird situation for a Friday because I was done with work by one thirty ish Okay. And my wife was done with work. Like she texted me. I'm sitting at the house um, because I thought I might be going and partaking of the activities that I ended up partaking in today. I thought I might be doing that yesterday. Right. Ended up not. So I kind of freed up my late afternoon, early evening. Um, And and but my wife had said, hey, I'm waiting on some results from from the lab. Can you go get start getting the boys? Okay, Uh, so I. I went uh, and was on the way to get our oldest, and then she called me. And she said, uh, "I'm done." I, I said, "Oh, you go get the youngest." I said, "What do you think about going across the river to the Incredible Pizza Company?" Because we were going to go to Benny's here in ta- in downtown Belleville. 
right. Benny's Pizza Pub, which ended up going there today. Uh, me and my buddy uh, Rick from Colden Brewery, uh, you know, shout out to him because uh, uh, I was able to taste more of his beers earlier this week. And then uh, we drank some beers today and ended up at Benny's. But um, we thought about I thought about going there. But I remember as a kid, like as a kid, I never went to Showbiz Pizza or, you know, which was the precursor for Chuck E. Cheese. I'm, yeah. I'm 40 years old. I've never been to Chuck E. Cheese uh, and I'm kind of OK with that. But I remember going to Pizza Hut occasionally as a kid and they had like arcade games and video games and like, yeah, you know, Double Dragon and things like that. And they don't have those anymore. And so I said, well, let's go. I've heard of this place uh, in in South County, South South St. Louis, wherever you want to designate, you know, boundary lines there called the Incredible Pizza Company. I'd never been there before. I just knew they had games and they had pizza. Well, it's kind of like. You know how Dave and Buster's is like a, a an adult arcade type, you know? Yeah. Well, this is just pizza buffet. I mean, they have other things. They have uh, pasta and you can have a little taco bar and they have, you know, a, a dessert and salad bar, things like that. But it's it's primarily just pizza. And it's it's themed like the restaurant portion is kind of themed to a throwback bygone era. Um, they had they were playing black and white shows from the 50s like uh, Lassie and and uh, Leave it to Beaver things like that on nice. on the screens you know so it kind of had that type of vibe to it but it also had um like the gaming area and they had a little indoor roller coaster and and, and a couple you know fun fun things for kids what i didn't know is that for the five of us it was a hundo you know what for the five that's not bad at all well because and, and it's partially my fault because I got a little game card and then I got a little game card, you know, so I got like a combo. Yeah. Which had came with the buffet, uh, $20 on the card, which included some, you can use for attractions or, or rides or, or, you know, the, the games there. Um, and then I got one of those for my son as well. And then my wife, she's like, I just, I'm not going to play games. I just want, you know, just the food. Right. But those, that, that middle tier combo was 35 bucks a pop. That's not bad, dude. Okay. Well, then I. Yeah. Don't give me wrong. When I say not bad, I mean, like, I wouldn't want to do that all the time. But, you know, for a night out, five, five, feeding five people and having entertainment, like. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But we, I, so we're driving back across the bridge and I'm driving and it's dark. And, you know, I, I said to my wife, I said, hey, grab, grab my phone. Shoot Mike a message, ask him if there's UFC tomorrow, meaning tonight, um, and if it's possible we record. Because I didn't know. I, it, come to find out, I mean, we got home, we we changed the twins, got them yeah. in pajamas because they were dozing on the way home anyway. Got them up to bed, and then by eight forty-five, like my son was going to bed, so we could have recorded last night, but I was like, ah, we've already. I don't want to, yeah. you know, muddy the water. So, so yeah, right. but that's what we ended up doing. We, uh, incredible Pizza Company. It was fun, nice. and, and there, there's a few around the country. So, you know, if if you got kids and and money, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, you know, uh, and then today, my buddy uh, Rick from Colden Brewery. Uh, well, I mean, he's my buddy long before uh, he started brewing beer, um, but. We made plans. I I popped in at his house, kind of unexpected this week, and uh, he he let me try some of his beers that he had on tap there, and 
And I said, man, uh, he said, I got to go to Belleville. I got to get some more brew, brew supplies. So uh, Shoehorn Brewery or Brew Company uh, in downtown Belleville, it's a newer spot. Uh, they have their own beers, but they also have brewery supplies for, for those nice. who are so inclined. Uh, he's like, I got to go there. I said, man, let's coordinate that. And then so we had a few beers and then we went, walked a, a block or two down to Benny's, had some pizza and had a nice afternoon. Visit, a, I, I don't see those Centralia folks too often. So uh, yeah. just what, good what to, kind of pizza did you have? Uh, well, while, while I was there, I got the uh, um, Hawaiian hog nice. at Benny's and, and he did too. And he he's like, it's okay. I said, I looked at him like dumbfounded. He said, it's the pizza sauce or the the, uh, the barbecue sauce. I said, yeah, that's, you know, it's barbecue kind of centric. He's like, barbecue sauce doesn't belong on pizza. I was like, mm, hey, well, it's been nice knowing you. No, <laughs> no, it was, I, it was great. And, and what, how, what did you, so you said he had, you said you had some of his beers. Mm-hmm. How are they? What kind of, what kind did you have for him? Uh, so I had his award-winning sour, which okay. is a raspberry blueberry sour, which uh, he he derived inspiration from that from the shoehorn folks when trying their raspberry strawberry. Shit, I know there's two different types. Not raspberry, uh, strawberry blueberry. I'm gonna get it wrong now. It's not raspberry. Two different types of berries. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but he said, I have to make mine different. So I'm adding this second berry. Uh, he went on to a beer fest in Mount Vernon and actually won for best sour kind of right out the gate. Um, his first beer fest. Uh, so I tried that. It was very good. And then I tried his, uh, classic oatmeal stout. Don't know what the hell sound that was, but both beers, very good. And now, just, just had little samples. Cause it was, two o'clock on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Now, dumb question, but I've never had a sour before. Mm-hmm. Is it, I'm assuming, sour tasting? Yeah. Okay. You go, the face goes, ooh. Okay. Okay. Because so, I'm not a big bitter fan because I don't like IPAs. But I guess sour is different. It is different. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I, I'd yeah. be interested. I, and I just don't know how to ex, how to really explain it. It's you know he he has his a really good balance. So it's mm-hmm. not like you know like those old like the sour balls from like the yeah yeah the nineties. It's not like that. It's not oh, like okay, a okay. like a lemon head. I mean, it's not it's not full you know pucker. Yeah. Um. It has some balance. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. I know he said he offsets his with I can't. He he's becoming a brewmaster basically. Right. And his plan, I, I, we talked about it quite in depth today. Um, they are doing some like Old Town Centralia restoration uh, okay. out that way, which, I mean, no offense to Centralia, but it desperately needs it. Um, yeah. And he is, he's going to have eventually like a, a little like downtown brew brewery area that okay. he's going to have, um, you know, a lot of his stuff. So um, very excited. As far as I mean, obviously he's new and stuff like that. I was newish in the game. Does can where can can anybody get his beer anywhere? Or he um he has tastings available for free. Okay, uh, in Centralia, uh, where he works, um, which is you know not it's not like a a, a clothing store. Right. So like it's a place where uh, other um 
adult beverages are are made available. Um, okay. But he is going through the licensing process uh, yeah. to to be able to actually sell it. Yes, so, I, I figured, it, you know, I, I, I don't know what you have to do, but I, I know you can't just like make a beer and then put it in Walmart, you know? Yeah. Uh, a couple of, And I asked him, I, I said, uh, you know, cause we got talking today and uh, he said, yeah, you know, he, he's looking at, you know, some kegs, you know, things like that to be able to, you know, eventually go in there. And he has, you know, some smaller kegs for when he goes to these beer fests and things like that. Um, I said, well, what about bottles? He's like, oh, to bottle, you have to have a label and the label has to be approved by the federal government. Yeah, that makes had, sense. Which again, you know, there has to be certain, you know, like the certain general's warning and right. you know, things like that. But uh, I was like, you know, I know a couple artists. It's true. I, I'm not saying this has to be a monkey related beer, but I know a couple good artists. So. <laughs> uh, and then he reminded me that I actually got the the, the artist Joe Dodd who did does all the jittery monkey. Uh, artwork uh, or has, you know, we haven't had a new, we haven't had need for it here in the last few years. Um, but a few years ago, uh, Rick got a, uh, an anniversary gift for his parents. That's some artwork of, of Joe, like Joe, oh, um, like did a, a rendering of, of his, his folks that actually hangs in their living room. So uh, he's familiar with Joe's talents. Okay. So, yes, of course. Of course. So, Well, what'd you do you, today? Uh, today I cleaned a little bit and worked out. Um, that's about it. I talk too much. I'm sorry, Mike. No, it's no, it's quite all right. I was going to say, what well, have you been reading anything? I have. I I went to uh, Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois, this past Thursday. I actually uh got there, saw in the window that uh, our friend Tim was working and I go in there and he's like, Greg, how you doing? I said, Tim, I'm doing great. I said, y'all have some counter space I could borrow. Uh, because I, I, uh, I have a little bit of work to do, but I don't have enough time to drive all the way back to the house. And I just needed some, uh, I need some, some desk space. So, uh, Tim was gracious enough to, Lend me said desk space, and I spent an hour or so there filling out some paperwork and some forms. And uh, I said, before I go, let me clear out my poll folder. Uh, the first thing that I did was remove uh, DC's Wildcats from my my poll list. I've had the first two issues of this limited series, but if I'm being completely honest with you, I don't remember. <laughs> like I've read them, okay. but I, I just don't remember. I'm like, if it's not going to stick with me, it, you know, I I feel bad to the creators, I guess, but I can't. I can't just see something through if it's not doing anything for me, just, just to be a nice guy. Oh yeah. Um, but I did have two other books in my pull folder and Mike, I would like to discuss these with you in alphabetical order, if I may. Well, sure. Because I just read these, uh, this evening after the twins went down and before everybody else went to bed. And the first one, Mike, is I'm going to show this to you on camera uh, and nobody else because we don't do that anymore, <laughs> is Gargoyles number two. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, I, I have read Gargoyles one, but this seems like a completely different story. <laughs> like, like there's no, I'm going to have to go back, find Gargoyles number one, 
read the last few pages and see all I remember about Gargoyles number one ends with the sun's coming up, the Gargoyles are turning to stone, but they don't make any mention of anything that they are like did four months pass from the, right. the, the first issue. Uh, and and uh, do you know how sometimes comic book cover art can be misleading? Of course. Okay. I'm going to show you the cover again. Okay. Okay. And there it is. You see Goliath. Okay. Yeah. And the uh, evil clone of Goliath who wears okay. the armor. Mm-hmm. And they are in a tussle. You yeah. would say. Yeah. That does that doesn't occur in the book at all. Like evil clone is in there for I believe one frame you see his hand and the other frame you see him. They don't ever meet. Like this is a bit of a bait and switch. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I'd say um, so. So displeased uh with issue two, but yeah, I'm a big fan of, of gargoyles. I think we talked about that last week. Um, you know, it's one of the the I don't know, underrated, I guess, uh cartoons of the nineties. Um so I'll 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 keep going with it. The other one, as I mentioned, alphabetical order, Stephanie Phillips. Oh nice. Grim number seven. Dang. And if you've read Grim number six, you know. Have you read Grim number six, Mike? I don't remember, to be honest with you. That's fine. Uh, in Grim number six, spoiler alert, the Grim Reaper, like the head honcho, mm-hmm. the guy who controls death is MIA. Okay. Yeah. Or perhaps KIA. I'm not yeah. sure. I, uh, so nobody's yeah. dying, which is problematic when you show like the first few pages, they're in an ER and a guy is begging for death. And he's being given the last rites, uh, or you know, not. I shouldn't say bay. He's the, the last ride by Undertaker. No, no, that's not quite. That's not Undertaker comes in and he gives everybody the last ride. That's not what I said. Um, it's a crossover. But at one point, you know, like one of these ER patients, he's like, "Please just help. I just want to die." Because he pulls the sheet back, and all you see are his intestines. But he can't oh. die. Nobody can die because. Death's not there to take them. So you know how, like, in a lot of her, the her issues, she'll have like music, not mm-hmm. actual music, but she'll have the the words or whatever, kind of like going across. And that scene, you just have Roland, 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 <laughs> and then yes, the Undertaker comes or Taker, not the Undertaker's Taker, because only Taker oh. does the last ride. <laughs> uh, oh, the Limp Biscuit. Yeah, or, or I thought he came out to American Badass. No. Was it Limp Biscuit? Yeah. Yeah. Keep rolling, 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 yeah. rolling. Whoa. I think. I don't know. I don't remember, to be honest with you. Should we start singing Limp Biscuit right now? Uh, well, actually, let's introduce Fred Durst. Come on over, Fred Durst. Hey, it's me, Fred Durst. By the way, I just got to I gotta say, I, I, uh, I switched, not switched, but I finished my gooey butter mm-hmm. and switched to another one, uh, oatmeal cookie, uh, stout. It is not good. Oh crap! <laughs> not good. It does. It, it does not taste like oatmeal at all. But the gooey butter had at least a little hint, like a very a fine hint of gooey butter. This is almost more like coffee. Ooh. So I did ask best friend of the show, Josh, if he okay. knows about gooey butter cake, mm-hmm. and he says yes. We have had this conversation before. I think 
That I've doesn't surprise here. me. It might have been yesterday. I've seen it here a few times since actually. Okay. So. Do you say uh, thanks, thanks Snuggy Beer? I'm not going to. I know, not, but I just not until he starts. Face. Not until he starts listening. I know, uh, I know, but that's three episodes now that we've been able to say <laughs> Snuggy Bear without him saying anything. So that's good. So according to uh, Wikipedia, mm-hmm. which is, by the way, the the I guess best place to uh, anyway, uh, gooey butter cake is a type of cake traditionally made in St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. It yeah. is flat and dense cake made with wheat, cake flour, butter, sugar, and eggs, typically near an inch tall and dusted with powdered sugar while sweet and rich it is somewhat firm and is able to cut into pieces similar to a brownie gooey butter cake generally served as a type of coffee cake and not as formal dessert cake in fact around my house we have it for breakfast uh there are two distinct variants of the cake the original st louis missouri baker's gooey butter and a cream cheese and commercial yellow cake mix variant the original st louis missouri baker's gooey butter believed to have originated in the 1930s it's made with a yeast raised sweet dough on the bottom i'll say it right now with all the uh different iterations of gooey butter cake my mom makes the best one uh can we that should be fun let's do that let's ask each of our moms to make a gooey butter cake okay and then we'll do a little blind taste test okay i I don't know if my mom will actually make one but i'll i'll see if she she will my mom just got done making let's see for christmas it was seven crocheted pokemon figures for my boys for christmas and she probably made more than a dozen for my oldest school auction that's uh, next week. So here's a backup plan. She cranked them out in a month. I, she's this is good. I, I, I saw the 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 Pokemon things. Here's a backup plan. We both take our mom's recipes and we make them ourselves. Mike, if I wanted it to be messed up, <laughs> I don't want it to be messed up, Mike. <laughs> Uh, the funny thing is, uh, I'll ask. I'll ask tomorrow. It's too late now to call mom. Oh, Um, come on. (laughs) The the rule around the house is if if you're calling after eight, it better better be an emergency. If you're calling after nine, somebody better be dead. That's that's understandable. Yeah. Right now, for people listening, it's 944 on my clock. Same. My mom has probably been in bed for at least two hours. (laughs) Ah, uh, to be old. I mean, not not you know, Mike's mom. You're not old. You're. I was just, Greg. If if we weren't podcasting, would you be sleeping right now? Maybe, but I'd at least be doing it in my chair. Oh, okay, that's true. That's true. <laughs> um. All right. So, did you read anything this week? Yeah i I've been rereading uh, Forever Evil. I have that one right next to me right now. I'm still loving it. Um. I I. I'm curious, though, I can't remember if Forever Evil has a good conclusion to it, which I'll find out when I finish it, obviously, again, or if I need to figure out what comes after Forever Evil, which I kind of think I do, because I don't remember if they um, resolve everything that happened with Trinity War, because I know it's Trinity War first and then Forever Evil. I tried to look it up and I heard saw Injustice League comes after, but I don't. I'm not sure. But besides that, the one that I'm not rereading, the one I'm reading for the first time is actually a Suicide Squad uh, comic book that I got like a long time ago at Twilight Comics. Huh. I uh, I 
didn't really read it because like it was one like I was when I was first getting into buying comics and stuff like that. And I didn't realize this was like an older one. Like this is from when I say oh, this is from nineteen eighty seven. Really? Yes. Who are some of the players in the Suicide Squad at that point? So I finally got to the part where they are they do have some super villains because it starts off with the Suicide Squadron, which is just like in Vietnam War. It was just like a bunch of tough guys and stuff <laughs> like that. Like I swear. Um, but now they have um, Bronze Tiger, Enchantress. Oh God, uh, Deadshot. Um, God, I can't remember any of them now. But they had they had a, they have a couple of them. But it's kind of funny because, like I said, it's from 1987. So like, there's a part on there. First of all, there's a part on there where they mention killing the Japs. Oh yeah, and it's just like oh okay. Well, I guess in '87 you could say that. Glad you don't say it now. Um, now, can I can I ask that question? Or maybe sure. not that question, but can I ask a question? If you are, if you're writing a, I guess what would be considered a period piece, mm-hmm. are you able to use? language that was used at that time so you're writing it now in this year but it's a period piece you're you're it's like a you're writing about the the 80s is what you're saying well, right? well just, just to verify well okay so let's um let's say that in in the 21st century you're writing a world war ii you know script be it mm-hmm. you know comic you know novel a uh, movie let's let's say movie uh, because I think movies a gonna get the most eyes and ears on it, you right. know, and it, it you know, but yeah, could you use that type of language? Which we know is now is wrong, but like right after Pearl Harbor, there were some hard feelings and probably some hard words said. So could you, or or do you have to like not maybe not sugarcoat, but do you? I mean, could you? act authentically to that period uh i i think so i i think you would want to do it in a way that where it's not glorifying that kind of language but you're 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 saying like this is what somebody like this is a dumb example but is i always think think of family guy like peter griffin he says really dumb things Mm -hmm. but he's a dumb guy so he can say those dumb things and nobody's like, oh, he's right. He's the dumb guy. So you would have to have like the characters like that it, to to your question. You'd have characters like that where they're not necessarily either the they're leads. not the good guys. Well, yeah. either they're not the good guys or they have a change. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they feel one way, but because of something happens to them, they realize, oh, not everybody's bad or whatever. These right. the people that I thought were bad before weren't. But regardless. Um, so another thing with the Suicide Squad, which I found kind of funny, was so it has Rick Flag. Actually, it's Rick Flag Senior and Rick Flag Junior. And f- for some reason, they have a like um, they're call not they're they're calling or whatever. I, I'm trying to say is they will both a, a couple people in here will die like what they think is heroic deaths, but really it's just dumb deaths. And they will like before they die, like they're they're crashing their plane into the enemy or something. And they'll be like, oh, "What is it? Um, 
carry on for me. And then they'll die. And then the, then the <laughs> next person will do that, whatever. And then the, the last one I found really funny was, uh, I forget if it's Rick Flag senior or junior, but one of them um, is going to astronaut school. Not like they didn't come up with like a fancy name, like aeronautical, you know, division. It was literally astronaut school. Oh, yeah. I, I got into astronaut school and they were, um, they were training with somebody who's working on space medicine. And that's what they called it. Yeah. Space medicine. Yeah. Not, you know, that's whatever. Awesome. Yes. So clearly it, it it's not the best. It's not, but good. It's from 1987. So yeah. at that time, like, like I was, I was thinking about that and I'm, I'm wondering, you know, 20 years from now, what's going to be the thing that people look back on the movies we watch and go like, Oh, that they mentioned that. And the thing I think is going to be like nanotechnology because a lot of uh, the, the sci-fi movies or like, even it's like superhero movies mentioned nanotechnology. G.I. Joe. Right. Exactly. And I think at some point I'm going to be like, that they didn't call it, you know, advanced research, uh, nanofied, whatever, you know, <laughs> like we just like we simplified it too much, yeah, yeah. You know? But I astronaut school, it. space medicine, <laughs> yeah, go to astronaut school and space medicine. I have you watched anything out of the usual done last week? Was well, uh, actually, uh, me and Nolan were just started rewatching um, Suicide Squad because of the, the comic. Mm-hmm. The, the the James Gunn one. Um, you need to watch the other one. Not, it's not. the good one. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't think I have. I can't, I can't think of anything that I've been re- or watching. So I, I started watching two shows. And actually, one of them, I think... Um, don't, I, yeah, I guess technically three shows. One, I think we've talked about, uh, and that's The Last of Us. Uh, oh, okay. I, yeah, I yeah. did start watching that. I've only watched the first two episodes. Uh, you're right. That first episode's it's almost a movie. You know, it's mm-hmm. yeah. eighty something minutes long. Yeah. Um. Then the second one's under an hour. You know, fifty two, fifty five. Yeah. I haven't watched the third episode yet. I heard third episode's very good, and I'll I'll probably watch it in the first yeah. part of the week. Um. And and it's I, I had no idea and knew nothing about The Last of Us, so everything's new. Like the whole world, the introduction <laughs> of of all the the I mean, essentially zombies. You know, everything is everything's new. That's just, I don't know how long I'm going to go with it because I'm, I'm, I feel like zombies are played out. That's fair. Okay, cool. Uh, the other two shows that I started watching have, they're, they're not genre at all. They're, they're dramedies maybe. Okay. Um, I'm not tra- entirely sure how to, because they're really funny elements, but it's also some serious, um, you know, moments as well. Uh, one is actually, uh, a Bill Lawrence production, Bill Lawrence, who gave us Scrubs and most recently Ted Lasso. It is also on uh, Apple TV, and that's called Shrinking. And how, how is that? I, I've been meaning to watch that. It's good. It's good. It's it's about a, um, a, a therapist counselor who um, is going through a rough patch. He's struggling to connect with his teenage daughter. His wife um, was killed in a car wreck. Uh, that was essentially his fault because he was driving under the influence. Um, no, wait, shit. I'm getting, I'm getting confused. She died. I'm getting the two shows mixed up. So I apologize. Um, I don't remember the specifics of, of how he lost his, 
wife. I apologize. That's the other show that I watch, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, but Shrinky, it also has uh, Harrison Ford in it. Um, okay. And, and you know, uh, um, gosh dang it. Uh, she was going all the way. She She's, I think, Bill Lawrence's wife. Uh, she played Jordan in Scrubs uh, and Kate in the Drew Carey show, but I can't think of the actress's name. Um, I know you're talking about, yeah. Okay. Uh, but she's plays like the neighbor uh, to Jason Segal, Siegel. Okay. Um, and like I said, Harrison Ford is in it. That's it's, it's a good, sh- it's a really good show. Um, and then the other one that I'm, I started watching, which I, I guess technically has two or three seasons, but I believe only the first season is on prime video stars, Ron Livingston and it's louder milk. That sounds really familiar. I, I found louder milk by accident. I was scrolling through Facebook and the reels, you know what I mean? Okay. And there's the one where he goes in the coffee shop and the gal uh, taking his order. Uh, she's talking like this. Right, right. And and he starts giving her crap about it. He's like, why do you talk like that? Why do I talk like what? Like, <laughs> she's like, this is how I talk. He's like, it's not how you talk. It's an affectation. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's like, it, it's for it's for teenagers or for rich people who uh, are trying to tell the world that they don't care. He's like, but you're... Uh, you're not a teenager and you're clearly not rich because you're working as a barista. <laughs> ah. yeah. And then, you know, so I, I was curious about that clip. So I went and found the show. And like I said, I know for sure the first season is on um, Amazon prime prime video. It also stars Will Sasso. Um, and, and he's, he's a, a sobriety coach you know he he's he's been this was the guy who was driving under the influence wrapped his vehicle around a tree and it ended up you know taking his wife uh okay so he's like yeah uh he's like i'm perfectly fine and she's not you know i mean he he's not as as you know disengaged about it like that uh but he's the first few episodes or yeah first couple episodes that i'm in he's trying to help a young person who is going through a rough time and will sasso is his roommate and they're kind of like accountability partners and you find out at the end of that first episode that will sasso who's also you know uh on on the wagon of sobriety has fallen off the wagon so nobody knows Ooh, but will sasso okay. or his okay. character so uh louder milk i highly recommend it it's not nerdy it's just yeah you know it's 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 got enough laughs you know, the situational laughs that you can appreciate it. I'm not big on the let's just round and cry, you know, type. Um, it sounds good, though. It is. It's very good. And and the interactions that he has with baristas, like you can just tell he he just wants a regular old coffee, regular black. And he's got to put up with all these stupid coffee places to get it. It's crap. So that's a couple of the uh, shows that I have been watching. Uh, I know last week. Mike, to kind of keep on theme with TV, last week we talked quite a bit about that 90s show. True, true. And this week we were informed by Netflix that that 90s show is getting a second season. Which is kind of not that surprising. No. Yes. I'll tell you what, what is surprising is I found a picture. I can't remember where, exactly where I saw it, but it was like the first that 70s show cast photo mm-hmm. and they're not in like 70s clothing at all. I mean, they're 
their kids straight. But it was like 1998, 99. And I could have sworn that that show started much earlier than that. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Somebody's lying to me. Who knows? Uh, let's see. That one's coming out and then, or not coming out. It's, yeah, well, I guess it's coming out. And then we got two revivals, I believe. Uh, King of the Hill is uh, having their revival on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Not sure when that is. And then you also mentioned that Futurama was having a revival, or I don't know what you would want to call it, but that's reboot. Reboot. Yeah, kind of reboot, I guess. Um, so all, what all I the what original I, all the original actor or voice actors are going to be in it and what yeah. la- last i heard it was going to be uh maybe this summer we'll get futurama lauren tom who uh voices amy wong uh was the one who uh stated should be this uh release sometime this summer that's as as i guess specific as we had right one 20 new episodes um and but yeah everybody everybody's coming back um and and it, i'm excited i i don't know i i don't know how much we've gone down the rabbit hole with this on the show but futurama is sort of in the last i don't know you know 4 or 5 years really kind of became my go to it's part of my is it going to sound bad cuz i'm 40 years old it's part of my bedtime routine <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's understandable. You know, it's like I, I, well, most of my bedtime routine in, involves falling asleep in my chair to whatever is on. And then that thing has like timed out, be it the three episodes or the movie and, you know, whatever. Uh, and then I wake up at 1 2, 3, you know, in the morning and turn everything off, run the dog outside, get the dog back inside, turn on the house alarm, go upstairs, climb in bed with Futurama. And fall asleep 10 minutes later. Yeah. So I'm very excited for new Futurama. Absolutely. This will be the, this will be the Futurama. I don't go to bed with, cause I want to watch it. I want to, I want to be awake. No, you'll, you'll still go to bed with it, but you'll just wake up, you know, you'll just watch it again later. Yeah. I'll have like, like two, two viewings. I'll have the mm-hmm. downstairs awake, watching it, right. viewing for the new episodes. And then I'll, Cycle back to the to the uh, reruns, if you yeah. will. But I'm very excited. Uh, how big of a King of the Hill fan were you back in the day? Here's the thing: I I I watched it. I probably I watched many many episodes. I really liked it. I cannot tell you one episode though that I watched. Okay. You know, will I check it out again? Yeah, I'll probably check it out. You know, um, it's it's a great. It, w- it was I should say it was a great show. Very different from what else was on at the time. It was almost a little bit more serious. There was obviously some humor to it, but a mm-hmm. little bit more serious. I I feel like Hank Hill was like the anti Homer Simpson. Definitely uh, yeah, the yeah. definitely the anti uh, Peter Griffin. Like he was honest to God trying to be a good dad. Yeah, uh, you know, trying to, trying to raise his boy right. Uh, my question is the. The picture, and you can folks, you can see this picture, this poster that Mike so generously shared with you all uh, on the Nerd United Facebook page. The picture has Bobby, Peggy, Hank Hill, and Luann. Mm-hmm. And Luann was voiced by Brittany Murphy, who we sadly lost a long time true, ago. True, yeah. 
So I don't know. I don't know who's who they're planning on bringing into uh, to bring back back that uh, Southern Belle. Um, and look, I'm sure I just pissed off a whole lot of people from the quote unquote South who yeah. don't include Texas in the South. So I apologize. Um, but it is what it is. So very excited for both of those. King of the Hills one that I I, I haven't gone back and and rewatched a ton of. I used to have the DVDs for a lot of the seasons. Nice. Um, and they might be around here somewhere. I don't know. Well, Mike, should we actually get into maybe the biggest reason we're here to uh, discuss tonight? Yes, indeed. All right, and that is Mike's getting married. That'll never happen. <laughs> I just saw you sitting back in the chair. I was like, I'm going to get him. <laughs> All right. So my, okay. Mike's not getting married, but he is prepared to make a long-term commitment to the DCU. Absolutely. James see, what, Gunn. see what I did there? I, I, I made it all make sense. James Gunn, uh, Finally, uh, I was going to say finally, uh, but he uh, let people know some of what is going to be on the DC slate for the next little while it's not they call it uh chapter one gods and monsters mm-hmm. it's apparently it's not all that's going to be released in chapter one but we have five movies and we have five tv shows and the way he explained it is like it's all interconnected as far as as far as what i'm talking about right now it's all going to be interconnected there are going to be also some some video games out there that are going to be connected like meaning same actors voicing them that are going to play them um We'll mention some animated uh, shows here, one animated show, but like he said, people can be in an animated show and then they show up live action in another movie. It's all interconnected. One thing he did mention before we talk about the five movies and TV shows is that there are it's a multiverse, but we're focusing on one universe. And he said, if something's not in this universe, and he, and he specifically mentioned, you know, Matt Reeves, Batman. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, I don't remember if he mentioned Joker or not, but Joker would be another one. He goes, we'll make sure people know that those are like Elseworlds. You know, it's it's not in this universe. It's DC, yes, but it's it's Elseworlds. And Teen Titans Go is the other thing he mentions, like an like animated kid show. He, yeah, he did. He mentioned uh, uh, Batman, the Batman, Joker, mm-hmm. Teen Titans Go. Yeah. So do you want to go over the movies first or the TV shows? I would like to uh, uh, let's go TV shows for 100, Alex. Okay, perfect. So and and this isn't in any order that I know of, but one of the first ones he mentioned was Creature Commando. Right. And it's important to note that they gave us the slate, uh, Mm -hmm. but they really said that, like, this is kind of what we're working on. Some projects may jump. I mean, there, there's a little bit of fluidity, like nothing, no schedules etched in stone. Uh, but you're right, Creature Commandos is first, and it's the the first project that James Gunn has written the entire series. Yes, one thing I like about, and I, I don't know anything about Creature Commandos, but the picture that he showed, it had Frankenstein in it, which Frankenstein is part of Justice League Dark. That's so. Eric Frankenstein. Sure. So I I liked that. Um, so, but that's going to be. An, go ahead. That I was going to say that's going to be an animated one, and like you said, not sure when it when it's going to come out. Most of these are going to come out after twenty twenty five, or twenty twenty five or after, I should say. Um, there's one familiar character 
in creature commandos that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Weasel. Okay, yeah, I didn't. I didn't even notice uh, he was on there. To be honest with you, the the image that was going around uh, has Rick Flag Senior, uh, Nina Mazursky, Doctor Phosphorus, who's a Batman villain, uh, Eric Frankenstein, the Bride of Frankenstein, who is the lead, and GI Robot and Weasel. I came across years ago. I'm I'm trying to think if it, maybe it was in the the Blackest Night series or, or perhaps Brightest Day, right when I started getting back into comics, I, there was, I have some books, and maybe it's some uh, Justice League Dark, something like that, but I have some books somewhere that G.I. Robot's in it, Frankenstein's in it, uh, you know, so it's, some of these characters are mo- moderately familiar to me, so I was excited to see that. So then we also have uh, a Peacemaker spinoff. Uh, it was going to be a TV series, Waller. And one thing I like about this is I was looking into it, and Crystal Henry is going to be a writer on there. And she also was a writer on Watchmen, a bunch of other things. And then uh, she wrote his name down, uh, Jeremy Carver, if I can read my own handwriting, mm-hmm. who, who was uh, on uh, a writer or creator of Doom Patrol, t- the TV series. So when I saw those two names, like uh, uh, somebody from Washington and somebody from Doom Patrol, I was like, "Oh, we're in good hands." I, I don't, I don't want, I don't need to worry about this at all, especially Watchmen. Well, I think what's important to note, talk about tying into uh, current properties, is that uh, Viola Davis is, mm-hmm. you know, returning to the character of Amanda Waller, and this will sit between the. Peacemaker season one and season two. Yeah. Um, which means apparently we're getting more Peacemaker. I knew I knew we were getting another Peacemaker. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I've let you down. Yeah. Uh okay. Next one is well, nobody cares about this. Lanterns. Anyway. Well, let's go. Let's okay. go back to that. Let's go back to that one. Since okay. that's gonna be the best. Yeah. No, I, I I look, I'm looking forward to it. It's uh Hal Hal Jordan and John Stewart. He said it's gonna be more kind of like the true detective type, terrestrial based, which I I guess not bad to start them off, I guess, that way. After a while, I would kind of like, I see it's Green Lanterns. You want to see them in space and stuff like that. I don't think those are going to be the only two Green Lanterns on there. I think there's going to be other ones, but those are going to be the, the, the main two. It's an ancient horror on Earth, and these guys are basically super cops on precinct Earth. Um, look, it, it sounds like it's going to be a buddy cop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, if they're talking about ancient horror, you know, maybe it's not going to be like overly jovial buddy cop, you know. Um, Mike's looking for something. No, there was something. Actually, I retweeted it. Somebody, uh, like a theory somebody had about um, uh, Blanchard's. I'm Mm. trying to pull it up right now. Oh, so is it? Says uh, this. This is my. This is from Marvel DC fan one hundred and one. Uh, this is my theory for the villain of DCU. So so for HBO Max's Lantern series will be Hal and John tracking down Black Hand, and they both learn the existence of Black Black Lanterns and the existence of Necron. I was like, that would be awesome if that happens. That would also be expensive. Yeah, that's that's true. DC actually doesn't have much money. Uh, you know. They're probably just going to use like hardboard cutouts and stuff. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. 
right. Uh, no, Lantern, Lanterns, I, I am looking forward to. All, all of these, for the most part, I'm, I'm looking forward to. Um, like we, we had a little bit of time to wait. Uh, next one is Paradise Lost, which is apparently like kind of based in Themis. I've always pronounced this wrong. Themyscira. I think the you one- pronounced it uh, right on there. Perfect. Right on the money, Governor. And I guess this is actually before Wonder Woman. I think they they said it's like a Game of Thrones style TV series. I I think based on but yeah exactly what what I gleaned from their you know I don't know I can't call it an interview but the their description of it is uh it is it's going to be like a, a I don't even want to call it a prequel but it's going to be the history of like the beginnings the origin of Themyscira. Right. And that'd be cool. Like, first of all, I mean, you know, I think it's gonna be pretty cool. I, yeah, I, I, I was, I, I couldn't, I, I wanted to say more, but I was like, ah, it's yeah. late. I don't want to be stupid. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then, the last TV series is going to be Booster Gold. Who the last time we saw Booster Gold, at least last time I saw him was in Smallville. Yeah. So. And that was. Uh, that was a that was a wish.com booster gold. It was, it was. But here's the thing. I I liked it because I had no idea. I had never heard of Booster Gold before at that point in time. We also got Blue Beetle in the same um show episode, I think. Yes. I'm almost positive. Yeah. Now here's my question for you. Mm-hmm. They have made some cuts at DC, but Blue Beetle the movie still going forward. Yeah, absolutely. I heard it's really good too. You heard that? How'd you yes. hear that? See, Greg, we do a podcast called Nurse United. Mm-hmm. So what I do is when I go online, I look up things that would help our content. I'm glad you do. I know. I know. <laughs> no, I just like it, it, it. I have faith in it. I'm very yeah. excited for it, but I didn't know that there'd been any anywhere near completion on it to be able to say, no, I heard it's good. I, I that, have heard it's good, yeah. Okay. I, like I said, I'm excited for it. I, I hope yes. very good things for it. Um, all right. Let me let me get back on track here. In the comics, mm-hmm. Booster Gold and Blue Beetle are very good friends, but that's Ted Cord Blue Beetle. True, true. Not uh, Jaime Reyes. Yes, I would I wouldn't mind um Jaime, the Blue Beetle, popping mm-hmm. up in Booster Gold down the road. And Absolutely. You, you get a great young actor, uh like like you have for that character whose name I can never remember, but I know he's the kid from uh Cobra Kai. Right. Uh, and he can play that role for a while. Like Jaime doesn't always have to be a sixteen year old, you know, with a scarab on his back. You can you, you can evolve, but Booster, man, he's a. I, I'm very intrigued by what they. Do. And also, as we get through the the movies, uh, I mean, you think we've talked about some um, obscure characters? I don't. I'm not sure we've necessarily touched the surface, but um, I guess we touched the scratch the surface. Anyway, uh, we get a lot of this is very on brand for James Gunn and that's mm-hmm. obscurity, you know, uh, shining a light on some characters whom we haven't seen 
you know, like that's creature commandos. That's uh, so yeah. While there are some, some of the, you know, quote unquote, Holy Trinity being represented, there's also the authority, you know, yeah, which um, I know nothing about. Yeah. Same. The, the authority, uh, um, is they're they're wild storm characters uh and that was uh in fact let's see oh no i apologize that's wildcats that i had uh <laughs> um but they are um wildstorm had its own imprint it was eventually bought by dc and for gun he says it's uh one of his real passion projects i feel like this is going to be the one that he you know, turns like Guardians of the Galaxy style. Yeah, yeah. actually, from, from what I heard, he even mentioned that like most people aren't going to know who the authority is. But he also, I, I think he also said like most people didn't know who Guardians of the Galaxy were either, which is, yeah, absolutely true. That's fair. You know, I'm scratching my leg. I apologize. I can't think right now. You want to take us to the next movie, Mike? Yeah, uh, actually, the, the, the besides the authority, that's that's gonna be one of the movies. Uh, I think the first movie they're gonna have, which they pencil like he said, penciled in at like either June or July twenty twenty five, is gonna be Superman Legacy. And he said in this one, it's gonna be a younger Superman, but it's not an origin story. It's uh, Superman going, and James Gunn is writing this. Uh, it's Superman going to Metropolis. And trying to figure out or trying to balance his, you know, Earth half and his Kryptonian half. And Superman and James Gunn said he's like he said he's 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 writing it. And he's and he said he's really he's really happy about it. In fact, I remember like years ago, James Gunn mentioning that he um that when he went to DC, they basically were going to give him like any property he wanted. And originally, he was going to do a Superman one. Then he then he decided to do Suicide Squad. Um, but anyway, I, I will say with this, kind of going along with, um, the movies is James Gunn put out a tweet about comics that have inspired the, the movies that they're going to be writing. And he goes, this, he goes, it's not a direct adaptation, but he goes, this is it's simply an inspiration and the inspiration for Superman legacy is going to be all-star Superman by Grant Morrison, which I don't know if you've ever read. All right. Greg is not in his head for the first time. Uh, Greg, tell me about All Star Superman. I've read it. I also have the uh, animated version. Well, the animated version is on HBO Max. Yeah, but I had it before that. True, but it's not at your house right now, though. Is it at your house? It is at my house because <laughs> I just saw it, <laughs> or it is, I just saw the DVD. Uh, but yeah, so I, I'm I'm interested in reading All Star Superman. Just you know, more comics, of course. Uh, next one we have is the Brave and the Bold, which is of course the Batman story where we get introduced um, to Damian Wayne, which is the first well, is it the first live action Damian Wayne we've had? Okay. So yeah. <laughs> that's that's uh, going to be based on uh, once again Grant Grant Morrison is like in a lot of these Grant Morrison's Batman run. I wonder how deep into the Grant Morrison they're going to go because uh, can I can I tell you a little secret, Mike? Sure. Grant Morrison mm-hmm. was on the first podcast I ever listened to. 
Sweet. I, th- I, I thought you were going to be like, he was on the first episode of this podcast. But he no. was not. That was Van Jensen. We went downhill. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, it was not the first episode, but it was probably in the 20s, maybe, mm-hmm. of the original Fat Man on Batman. Oh, yeah. And it was uh, the first of a two-parter of Kevin Smith and Grant Morrison. And I remember I was with the... Oh, 2012 14 yeah. I was in my truck no I take that back I was in my wife's car and I was driving from Salem to Effingham to call some high school basketball and I had just gotten an iPhone and I wanted to uh, listen to this thing called a pod it was right after comic book men came out and so I thought that you know because I was naive how right. many years ago this was um and i thought that those four or five guys that were sitting around recording that was an actual show like right. it was like it was like the behind the scenes it was it was yeah. just ins and outs of of the show but i like kevin smith fat man beyond or i should say fat man on batman was the one that came up so i started listening to podcasts and it's been downhill ever since <laughs> Uh, you know what? Uh, speaking of w- with Kevin Smith, I kind of wish that I could go back and listen to some of them old, those old ones. And I guess the only way you can do it now is if you join like the Kevin Smith Club, which costs money. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm I'm almost positive now. It's I've I've heard him say that before. Like, listen to the, all the old shows because there was some like good, you know, I guess uh, smodcast ones. That I would like to go back and listen to, but you never yeah. listen to Smodcast. I listen to a couple of them. There's, there's, there's some. Anyway, there's, there's some old podcasts <laughs> I would like to listen to. Like I was thinking, like um, uh, Nerdist. Oh yeah, I used to listen to them all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they're. I don't even know if that's even around anymore. It's least- not. Well, um, Nerdist got bought out, right? Uh, and then. He started something else, uh, uh ID10T, ID 10 yeah. Which and I don't know. I, I, the last episode I remember listening to was right after, uh, right around the time they announced the Futurama, it was like basically a Futurama radio special type thing. Oh, yes, the yes, radio okay. episode. Yeah, uh, that's probably the same. And then shortly after that, like Hardwick got in some trouble, some accusations or allegations and things like that. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. So I haven't. I mean, yeah, not not me being judgy, but like there was a long time shutdown of the show, right? And and I so I kind of deleted it off on. my phone and yeah. moved on. So, yeah. all right, uh, next movie is gonna be Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Ooh, and then the last movie didn't see based- that one on the list. Yep, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, and then the last one is going to be Swamp Thing, and it's gonna be based. Well, I shouldn't say sorry, not based on, inspired by. Alan Moore's Swamp Thing. And it will investigate the dark origins of Swamp Thing. Which, by the way, and I'm using my uh, knee x-rays as a bookmark, but I do have it right here in front of me. Yes. So. Um, okay, Oh, that, I, I have book two here, so that's that's book one. I, I, I'm just going to say this now, because I, I, I meant to say it before about Swamp Thing, and I don't want to forget it. But there is an interesting thing in in book two, and this this won't really necessarily spoil anything, maybe, but you might not remember. Um, 
but is Swamp Thing and somebody else, I can't remember actually, has to go through like different levels of hell, basically. They're looking for something. And they see this guy that was kind of like he's kind of like a villain. And he's and he'd met Swamp Thing before and everything. I think maybe he tried to kill Swamp Thing. I can't remember to be honest with you. But anyway, he's, he's like literally getting like, like you just see his head and like just like a bunch of like insects around him, and he's getting like eaten alive by his and he, and like his hell, quote unquote. If I remember correctly, is basically like he gets eaten by all these insects and then he comes back and then he gets eaten over and over, right? Sort of like the uh, like the old mythological. Um, like damnations right right exactly yeah because yeah, they all have different ones um and and so swamp thing talks to him for a little bit and then as he's leaving this guy and like again i can't remember his name but he goes um how long how many years have i been here you know and swamp thing turns around and he goes it's been 30 minutes <laughs> and just but i'm going to say this the because the artwork on it is obviously the writing on it is great, but the artwork is, is so good in that instance because you see like you should do the, the guy's eyes and it's just the utter look of despair. Like this guy's thought I've been doing this for a year. He's like, no, it's 30 minutes or wow. not even, not even that long, you know? So I did that, that caught me like when you like notice the art like that, I'm like, Oh my God. So you, you look forward to that. I'm excited. Yeah. You know, of course. Someday. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I I was uh trying to uh I was, I was trying to Google while you were talking there, but I, I didn't have the right Google search. But it was gonna be like, who does Swamp Thing meet in hell? Yeah, and it, like so they don't naturally call it hell, but that's kind of what it is. It's like the different planes of existence or whatever. It wouldn't be General Sunderland. Maybe who knows? Even if you told me the name, I wouldn't remember it. Okay. Yeah. I just want to click images. None of this is going to really. But I'm, make I'm hoping good that podcasts. I'm, I'm really hoping that Swamp Thing leads into Justice League Dark. I can't emphasize enough how much I want Justice League Dark in a movie. As long as they do it good. Here's the other thing I was thinking about. Uh, all the I, I hope that, and I'm assuming that that both Gunn and, and Peter Safran. Um, have contracts or something like long-term contracts because I, you know, it would be horrible if like they started it off and then like a year later DC was like, actually, no, we got rid of gun, so we'll, we'll do something different, and then we had to start all over again. All right, so I've got it here. I've got the page. It's a uh, arcane. Yes, we, yes, arcane, arcane, and and he's just grossly deformed yeah. and things like that. And he says, uh, how many years have I been here? And uh, Swamp Thing says, since yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that would not be ideal. Yeah. So, but Arcane, good, good, good writing. Good yes. writing. Um, yeah, so I, look, I definitely, we talked about this before. Uh, it's no secret. The Swamp Thing show that we got for one season on the old uh, mm-hmm. DC Universe app, and then they put it when COVID happened, and they had to shut down some productions. They they put it up on CW, uh, but there was never any like way that they could ever uh, make a second season of that because where would you store a swamp? 
Yeah, and and with that one too, I think it was only t- I think it was supposed to be thirteen episodes. Like when they were they had written out thirteen episodes, from what I remember. And then because of whatever, I don't know because of what was going on or budget cuts, but they had to cut it down to ten. Right. You know, I I had started watching it. I started liking it, but at some point in time, they took it off the DC app, and they've never t- put it on HBO Max as of yet. Oh, you mean like the CW app or? Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, sorry. The CW app is the, the, where I was. Yeah, CW app. Sorry. It was where I was watching it. No, uh, that, that wasn't me being judgy. I just wanted clarification no. for the list. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, C, the CW app. So, all right. Last, Sunday. Yeah. Last thing before we get out of here. Are you planning on watching the Super Bowl? That's next week's. Yeah. And? I, I, don't, I don't know. Okay. All right. Is that, is that weird? No, I don't know. I don't know if you're a football, you know, football fan. So I love football, but I, I find the Super Bowl to be like annoying. I I watched uh, football last weekend when it was championship weekend because there's a lot less pomp and circumstance, and it's you know like I there's not a half hour for halftime show. You know, things like I don't care about the halftime show. Honestly, I don't even care about the commercials. I just want to watch football and I'm tired of seeing football in all of these like grand palaces of of like give me a uh, give me a Super Bowl in Buffalo or in Green Bay, you know, in the elements like that's what I want. I want I want one Super Bowl in my lifetime to not be um, how do I put it uh, like like. I can't think of the word, but not, you know, for these who they have to play in the elements any other week, you know, let I want one Super Bowl for the common man, you know, not not for the people who can afford, you know, oh, everybody can go to Oregon or not Oregon, Arizona or L.A. or Florida or New Orleans and, and have these very lavish you know, to, but I, you know, in, in warm weather, I want one that's really for the hardcore football fans. I want it to be in cold weather in a foot of snow. That's what I want for my Super Bowl, Mike. Well, the reason I was mentioning the Super Bowl is because apparently we might get a flash trailer. It'll be on YouTube 10 seconds after it's done on on the TV. Oh, I don't plan on watching the, the, the Super Bowl. I don't even know if. I don't even know if I can, to be honest with you. I'm sure it's on like an actual channel. I'm sure it's not like on Hulu or something like that. You want to come to my house and watch it, Mike? Uh, no, that's going to be a Sunday. And uh, I think it's the Sunday after a UFC, I think. is no, it, it's it, the what, Sunday what, before what, UFC. It's next week. It's not the Sunday before UFC because UFC is on a Saturday. The week before. Oh, the week before. Because I, I believe I believe the card that you shared was two weeks out. Yeah. Oh, well, I the, that's it's February 11th. Oh, okay. Well, then yeah. that's yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> next week. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to record on Friday anyway because right, I'll yeah. be gone set Saturday night too. Oh, are you also gonna watch the UFC? No, I'll be at uh, my son's school's dinner auction. You get to auction them off. No, <laughs> but it's where I got a heck of a deal on a, a week stay in Wisconsin Dells last year. Oh, okay. I'm not going to be doing that this year. I'll, I'll could, just be. Could hmm? you, if you wanted, could you auction them off? No, the price is right. 
Nobody'd take him. <laughs> you know, he's, he's a cute kid. You know, I love him to death. Yeah. But he's a, you know, they'd be like, all right, it's been a day. You can have it back. Yeah, back. Here's the money. Here's the, here's the kid and the money back. <laughs> yeah. You're like, keep the money. Take yeah. the kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he'll eat him out of house and home, too. That's, that's the problem. You I think you're that. getting a heck of a deal, but <laughs> in all honesty, it's going to cost you more in the end. Does he have like a go-to food? Like if you, if you cheese like, pizza, cheese pizza. Okay. Red bear, red bear and quote unquote deep dish. Okay. Single like personal cheese yeah. pizza. Okay. That's, that's good. He would eat it all meals every if, day. If you allowed. The I'm problem gonna... is they're not cheap. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, I, I got them on sale once. They were two boxes for nine bucks, and there's two Dude. pizzas in each box. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm gonna have to get five of these, right, <laughs> or four of these, you know, whatever. Like, I, I mean, can't, cool. is he cool with like other ones? You know, Jacks. No, oh man, okay. Nope, and 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 they're personal. Like, buddy. You just you just know not to mess with the boss. That's all I gotta say. Right, right. Yep. Yep. So Mike, have we pulled the taffy as much as we can? Uh, I believe we have. Well, it's always great catching up with you, sir. Yes, indeed. And we'll do it again next Friday. Yes. It, 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 look, my Saturday is looking to be so busy that we probably still won't get the show out until next Sunday. Fair. But that's next week. And this week, it's already Saturday, so we'll get the show out to you on Sunday. Yes, indeed. You, the loyal listeners of Nerds United, we appreciate you. We question your mental health also. Um, but at the end of the day, we're ever so thankful for you. So uh, we'll take this reminder with you as you go. Uh, this is Nerds United, the Jittery Monkey Podcast, the Jittery Monkey Podcast. I'm Greg Mahochko. He's the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. And we remind each and every week to be kind. And rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.